Don't be ashamed to learn things that you need to know. Here's Sexplanations with Dr. Doe. Episode 50 of the Sexplanations podcast. This is a really big deal episode for two reasons. One, it is our anniversary. So we have been doing this for a full year. Uh, And two... It's really exciting because I'm here with my daughter, my second of two daughters. You've already heard from the one, Des, and this is May. Hi, May. Hi. (laughs) Oh, that was such a sweet hi. Are you nervous? A little bit. Okay. Well, we'll get comfortable. You're just talking to your mom for an hour. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I have some questions for you. Perfect. These questions are in honor of our Patreon supporters on patreon.com slash podcast. Ben, Donna, the Millers, and Paul have all supported us in a very special way. So I'm going to ask questions from an episode of Sexplanations YouTube channel that we did four years ago to just, like, get us on the, the Sexplanations sex sexual health topic. Does that work? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Ready? Yeah. Do you have any wise words about humor in the bedroom? We've already talked about this a little bit. Yeah. But I would just say keep it cutesy Mm -hmm. and not like, I don't know. I feel like if you just like bust up laughing, it's not like contributing. (laughs) No. To the mood. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I'm a 17 year old. I don't don't know. Okay. I, Um, I like it. Like I was saying earlier, no dead baby jokes, no weird stuff. Something cute, little, and punny would be okay. Oh, in the bedroom. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a cute little punny? No. Pun? No? I can't pun. That's not true. You're very good at them. You play roller derby, and your name is a great pun. Yeah, it's Acid Rain. But instead of, like, rain, it's, mm-hmm. like, rain like a queen reigns over a kingdom. I know, and I'm also great. team captain, so See, it works. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, but I, I don't I don't know. I can't do puns on the spot. Oh, okay. Well, it's, that's fair. But I, I do think that you are great at uh, humor and sass. And as we go along, I'm sure it will come out more. Okay. Want another question? How did your family react to your career when you first told them was the question that was asked to me. So as my family, how did you react when I first told you what I did? Okay. So this is a (laughs) weird story because I was in foster care Mm -hmm. and I was like pulled out of school and brought to this random house and the the CFS lady literally just dropped me off and left me there. Well, she, yeah, she said hi for like two minutes, but yeah. it was a very weird drop off for sure. Yeah. She kind of just like pet the dogs and kind of walked away. It was yeah. like, this is this and this is this and bye. Yeah. But I mean, I didn't find out till I think like later that day when I asked you guys what you guys did. And when you said that, I didn't know what to think. I was like. What did I say? You said you were a sexologist. Okay. And I was like what the frick is that? Like, <laughs> like, especially because, like, I grew up in a family where, like, sex is, like, a taboo topic, mm-hmm. like, to talk about. So having, like, a mom figure who did it as a profession was really, really weird. And when I first met you, it was made me think that you were super weird. I mean, you are really weird, but that's okay. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just thought you were going to be, like, one of those, like, crazy people uh-huh. but okay. I don't know okay <laughs> you're not so you didn't know what to think no except that it was weird yeah 
You definitely weirded out a lot of my friends when they found out, though. Yeah? Yeah. Not so much that they don't take the dildos out of the education drawer and <laughs> stick them to the walls. <laughs> That's Des. That's oh, okay. Des. Okay. That's Des and her friends. No, but I remember, like, when Lit, my other foster sister first came over, Layla, mm-hmm. like, the first day, she was like, Lindsay was like, oh, carry this bookshelf in, you know? So we carried it in, and she was expecting, like, family pictures and all this nice, cutesy stuff. Mom just pulls out a bunch of dildos and starts slapping them on the shelf and, like, these vibrators and sex books and, like, all sorts of weird stuff. And my friend just looks at me and goes, what the fuck? Yeah. And was just like, what is happening here? Because we were making a mock set, I think, for yeah. Explanations YouTube channel. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It scared the crap out of her. Just saying. Well, she handled it well. Yeah. You handle it well. What do you think of it now? It's whatever now. Yeah. I'm used to it. I mean, people will sometimes, like, ask me, like, like, what does your mom do? And I'm like, oh, she's a sexologist. She's like, oh, how is that? And I'm like, uh, it's, it's just her profession. And, like, I mean, it is a little weird, but it's not that bad or anything. It's not. <laughs> That's good. It doesn't, like, affect me much. Minus when I do this stuff. Yeah. But I don't mind it. Good. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. If you could learn intimate details about the sex life of any historical figure, who would it be and why? Ooh, I've been actually thinking about this one for, like, since you texted the questions to me. I mm-hmm. did not know how to answer this. No? No. I have no clue of, like, who. That's okay. I don't know. Can you think of any historical figures who might have a fascinating sex life, even if you don't want to know about it? Um, All I can think of is, like, Rock stars. For rock some reason. stars. I don't know. That's all I can think of. Just like, I don't know. I've been thinking of like Kurt Cobain. <laughs> Just been like, I wonder. Oh, interesting. I don't know. I like like the rock star. I don't know. Yeah. Whenever I think of history, I'm more lean towards history of like music and stuff more. Yeah. Because I took a lot of like history of music classes in school. Mm-hmm. So interesting. I, don't know. I I mean, when I think of historical figures, I think of presidents and leaders and soldiers and all of that stuff. I mean, I think of that stuff too, but like the first thing that pops in my head is like music, like rock stars and like I think that's awesome. I don't know. So Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Okay. Good answer. <laughs> uh could you describe what sexual attraction feels like? Oh. <laughs> you sighed <laughs> and got really comfortable. All right. Are we on for it? Are you gonna Give me a great answer. I don't know. Have you experienced it's, it before? Yes. But it's just like a feeling that like you can't really describe. It's just like you want to be near them and you Aww. want to like cuddle them or like whatever. I don't know. I, I don't want to go any further. But like yeah. you just want to be with them. You want to be next to them. You want to like you want to just like hold them or be held by them. You know, I don't know. It, that's Is that different than romantic attraction for you? Um... Or, like, friends uh, versus partners? Yeah. Or does it all feel the same to you? Friends versus partners is way different. Like, I'll definitely, like, cuddle with my friends sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, I'm weird like that, I guess. No, I think that's not weird at all. I feel like the romantic part is more just, it's more connected. It's not just, like, cuddling. It's, like, I don't know. There's just, like, a pull. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's. Are you saying that with the romantic aspect, there is an emotional component? Yes. 
where you're drawn intimately to the person, whereas with sexual attraction, it's more physical? I think so. (laughs) Okay, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you do think that they're different. Yes. And you can tell the difference in your body, but it's hard to articulate. Yes. Okay, that's fair. I I just don't know how to, like, put it all into words. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. That's cool. Um, Anything else you want to say about sexual attraction? Uh, I don't think so. Do you think it's bad? No. Yeah. I don't either. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of bad stigma around all of it, but, like, especially, like, I I mean, I just don't care much. It's just kind of, it's a human thing, I guess. Mm -hmm. Just, like... I don't know, going to the bathroom. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> um, it's just like a, a human thing. Like you get feel attracted towards people and like I don't know. Yeah. No, I guess like asexual people, like they don't they don't have the like sexual attraction or at all, right? I'm or not. to varying degrees. Yeah. Yeah. There's some sort of absence of sexual attraction. The experience yeah. of sexual attraction. Hmm. Next question. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Do you think someone is less qualified to have a sex ed blog if they haven't had sex yet? I want to say yes, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, no. Okay. (laughs) Why yes, why no? Because, I mean, if you're having a sex ed ed blog or whatever, like, you could just, like, know all your, like, book smart stuff and, like, I don't know, know, like – that kind of knowledge, I feel like there's a step, they're different. Like you can have like the experience or you could have like the book smart, like, like knowing the facts kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's like, you should have both. But at the same time, like if you haven't and you want to start a sex ed blog and you want to just talk about, I don't know, whatever you want to talk about. I mean, it's condoms. Yeah. Hygiene. Mm-hmm. Positions. Yeah. You yeah. can. Yeah, it's all in books. I don't <laughs> I mean, you can kind of just do whatever. You don't have to have done it to talk about it. It probably helps, but I mean, yeah. Can you think of another example in life when somebody might write about something that they haven't experienced for themselves? All I can think of is history. Yeah. Totally. It's like, a good example. It's like a secondary source. Yeah. It's not a primary like and primary sources are always first, so I guess. I don't know. Ooh. That's yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Well, so I guess it depends on how you present it, if you're presenting it as a primary source or a secondary source. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll take that answer. Um, people can always write in the comments if they have other perspectives, and we want them to. Is it right to feel disappointed if my female partner doesn't reach orgasm? No. <laughs> no. But, like, there's definite – I mean, you're probably – gonna feel bad (laughs) like I don't know I just feel like that's gonna be in and of it's gonna happen but like I feel like you shouldn't feel that bad so like I feel like you should try but I don't know if you should like I don't know so you can't control your emotions but if you don't have that expectation then you're less likely to be disappointed exactly although we would like you to make an effort to Hold space for orgasms if that is what the other person wants. Does that make sense? You're looking at me like, Mom, what are you saying? Yeah, a little bit. So I don't want people to just expect that their, what did they say, female partner 
isn't going to reach orgasm. So like, who cares? Right. I'm not disappointed yeah. because I don't care. I, if the female partner wants to have an orgasm, then I hope that they still hold that space for the person, but they don't expect them to. Yeah. I feel like they should try their best kind of thing. Aww. I don't know. I feel like it's polite to just like, try <laughs> your best. I mean. <laughs> That's really sweet. That's really sweet. But I mean, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Don't be mad about it. That's really kind of you. I like mm-hmm. it. I hope you're a good partner to people. What's the best way to improve communication in a relationship? To improve communication. Obvious, I just want to say, like, just talk about it. Just <laughs> sit down and talk. But, I mean, if that's an issue, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, there are different, like, forms that forms? you guys can talk. Like, what I'm thinking of is, like, when me and my cousin got into a fight when we were little, mm-hmm. he wrote me a letter and slipped it under the door and apologized. And, like, because, like, I was so mad that I couldn't look at him. Mm-hmm. And, like, he was so mad that he, like couldn't be around me without like wanting to yell or something but so he just like wrote out a letter and was like I'm really really sorry but I don't want to like see you right now at, at the moment but like I just want to apologize for everything that's happened and blah 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 blah. and like I feel like there are different alternative ways to c- communicate like like that or like yeah I don't know that honestly just talk about it I feel like is the best thing like just what's the opening point, line the opening line to starting a conversation yeah a conversation about conversations. A conversation about conversations? <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, can we sit and chat for a bit? Yeah. I guess. You're I just, good at communicating. I, I am. I know. <laughs> I know I am. This works with everybody, like parents, siblings, my cousin, like anything. Just talk mm-hmm. about it. Just be like, hey, can we sit down? Can we chat for a minute? Do you have a second? And if you need to take, like, a little bit of space for a second, just communicate that. As long, like, seriously, words are, like, the best thing ever. You just, because then you can, like, be there for somebody without, like, I don't know. There, You can, it. so many things open up when you just talk to people. What do you mean by you can be there for somebody? Like, when, um, like, if somebody's, like, super duper mad and about to, like, blow the hell up. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, this happens with me and my sister a lot. Like, when we get into it a little bit and then, like, I'll be like, hey, I need to take a break. Like, I need to walk away for a second so I don't blow up on you. Like, I don't know. Little things that are just, like, hold up one second. Let me take care of myself. Or or even just asking, like, hey, are you okay? Do you want to be left alone for a second? Or something like that. I don't know. There's just, like, so many different ways to just be like, hey, are you Okay. Is there anything I can do to help before we resolve the issue or whatever? I don't know. There's just just talk. Yeah, May, get it. Just talk. That's the best thing ever. Oh. <laughs> people make that into a t-shirt and a bumper sticker and a banner and a billboard. It's beautiful. Um, next question. <laughs> do you have any tips for keeping a healthy long distance sex life with a partner? <laughs> Okay, like, (gasps) sex life and long distance, those words just don't go together very well. Really? I feel like... You live in a tech age. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's so much different to, like, be on the phone with somebody Mm -hmm. than to, like, have them right there. You know, it's... I like the physical. Mm -hmm. Like, I like to be able to, like, cuddle somebody or kiss somebody. Like, I can't do that over the phone it's just talking which 
I mean, it works. Like, you can... I mean, I don't have anything, like, against it. I mean, it's just, like... I don't know. I, I don't, For you, you, you I want the physical component. Yes. I mean, I don't know. You Other people... I've seen other people do it, like, successfully. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. With all the, like, the new technology and stuff, like... There's some weird stuff, actually, <laughs> now that I think about it. I just... This episode of the Big Bang Theory popped into my head where they made like this kissing thingy where like somebody would kiss one end and it would like show up as the mouth on the other end Mm -hmm. so you could like make out through these little devices Mm. I don't know it it was on the Big Bang Theory so I don't know if it's like actually real but I feel like it probably is but I don't know there's a lot of different tools and stuff to make it work I just don't do you have advice for people? Advice? Mm-hmm. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> the wisest 17-year-old on the airwaves. Okay, here we go. Next one. I think we, oh, maybe we've answered all of them. Have we? Bum, bum, bum. Maybe. I have a question about that show you had me watch a clip of with the talking vulva. Uh... Do you remember? I was speaking at a school, and they brought it up, and they're like, have you seen this? Da, 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 da. I was like, is that the one with the talking vulva? My daughter showed it to me, but I haven't watched it. Mm. You know what a vulva is. Yes. And it's animated. It talks, and it's a TV show. Oh, wait, is it Big Mouth? Oh. All I can think of is the animated one where, like, the the teenagers are, like, going through puberty, and then they have, like, the hormone monsters. <laughs> Yes. Is that it? I think so. Yeah, they're like the hormone. Oh my God, that show. Watch it. It is hilarious. I cr- anytime I want to creep out my friends. I'll creep put them on- out? Yeah, because, well, because I'll put it on and they'll be expecting like some little like kid show. Haha, because it's all animated and cutesy and stuff. And then there's just like a huge hormone monster talking about jacking off the whole time. Like, it's weird. It's It's off-putting, but I love it. It's like. The different, like, it's talking about puberty, but it's, like, the animated side. So I, I just think it mixes, like, really well. And it's know. more than that one episode that you showed me? It's a whole series? Yeah. Okay. Um, What's it called? Talking vulva. It's Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Big Mouth. You think that we're talking about the same show? I, I'm not sure. You showed it to me. It had a talking vulva. Oh, man. I'm, I don't know. But you watch a lot of content, so who knows? I do. What are you into these days? Uh, I mean, I don't watch a lot of TV now. I think I feel like I'm more just like, if I do watch shows, it's more like chilling on the couch with a friend and we'll watch like an anime, Big Mouth, a funny, a comedy or a kid's movie or something like that. It depends on who I'm with. I kind of just watch everything. When I'm with Des, I watch horror movies, you know. Yeah. Uh, I just looked it up. It is definitely Big Mouth. I googled Big Mouth Talking Vulva, and it says Big Mouth Funniest Jesse in Talking Vagina. And yep. then it has the Talking Vagina in um, its trailer on Netflix. I think it's a Netflix original, too. I'll watch it. Do you think I'll like it? Yeah. The whole series or just that idea behind it? I don't know. I feel like you'll think it's kind of funny, but I don't know. Your sense of humor is a little weird. So, <laughs> I don't know. What do you mean by that? I don't know. You don't like a lot of the stuff I like. Like what? I don't know. 
just I'll show you weird, funny stuff. Oh yeah, you're into uh, what is that show that you have posters of stickers? Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. I haven't seen Rick and Morty, so I don't know. I don't. I don't think you'll like it. Okay. I mean. I feel like you should try it just to see if you do or not, because maybe by some miracle you will and you'll nerd out with me someday. (laughs) But (laughs) probably not. But, I mean, it's really funny. Okay. And it's really weird and abstract. That's the word I would use, abstract. And it has a sexual component to it, too, doesn't it? I feel Uh, like you have a T-shirt that's very sexual. Oh, yes. It's it's not sexual. It's... (laughs) <laughs> You've got it. <laughs> Words. Um, so it's a t-shirt that says, um, where are my testicles, Summer? And then it's the Snuffles, their dog that they got at one point. They, like, gave it this little helmet so it could access, like, the full potential of its brain or something like that. And then it, like, ended up building itself, like, a huge suit and then, like, trying to, like, take over mankind. And, like, at one point it, like, shows up in the the teenage girl's room and just goes where are my testicles summer and just like all creepily like over her while she's sleeping oh because it figures out that it had them removed yeah ah because it gained intelligence like it was yeah do you have any problems when you wear that shirt in public not really actually that's good i really don't um i mean i wore it to school a lot and it was fine but like the only time i've ever had like Something that was kind of weird was when I was in roller derby and I was in the pack with, like, some of the littler kids. And one of the little boys was trying to, like, read it. And I was just like, oh, crap. And he just looks at it and goes, and where are my tentacles, Summer? <laughs> and I was like, yep, that's it. Perfect. Nailed it, bro. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's great. I love this shirt. <laughs> My friend has a lot of issues with, like, shirts that say, like, she has a shirt that says, like, wild feminist and stuff like that. And that she gets a lot of shit for that. But She does? Yeah. A lot. Like, I've had to back her up quite a few times. Like, we'll be, like, walking around somewhere, like, on the trail or, like, at the mall or something. And somebody will just, like, be whispering or, like, just start talking shit or, like, screaming at us. And we're just sitting here, like, are you serious? It's a t-shirt. Like, I don't know. Well, it's a t-shirt, but it's also a a a belief system that is positive. Mm -hmm. That all genders should be treated equal. Okay. Actually, I have a little bit of something to say about that. (laughs) Okay. Because there are three waves of feminism. Mm -hmm. There's the first wave, which was, like, equal, like, voting and that kind of stuff. There's the second wave where it's, like, birth control and that kind of, like, body rights. Mm -hmm. Third wave is coming off more as, like, a above men which I don't like like I am definitely like a first and second wave feminist like I I feel like we should all be equal but I don't know these newer feminists are kind of just downing on men like especially like in the media so whenever like I say to anybody like I am a feminist they're like oh well f you like you think you're better than me and I'm like no I don't (laughs) I just want people to be treated equally (laughs) But like, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think that that applies to all people or all feminists in all of the waves, but no, it doesn't like there, it fluctuates a lot, but like, I don't know. I feel like in the media right now, there's a lot of negative stigma around the word feminist and like all of that right now. I also took a, uh, women's study class in, like, in high school. 
Mm-hmm. I recently graduated, but like my last trimester there, I took women's studies and we learned about like women's suffrage and like all the different waves and like all of that stuff and like how it is being portrayed in the media right now and like a lot of stuff. It was it's a really good class. <laughs> like I really, really liked it. The teacher was awesome and she just, everything about it was just so, I don't know educational I guess yeah yeah. I don't know the whole thing was just like like we learned like about the women's suffrage and like which states allowed them to vote first and like uh which countries like allowed women to vote at what time and like like the safety hazards of like the factories when like women would get like locked into this big room where they would just like make those weird skirts all day and like one of them one of the factories caught fire and like a bunch of people died because they were locked in that room and then like that's how like the new regulations came about like where we have to have like fire escapes and like Mm -hmm. all that stuff I mean just like little little things I don't know you learned a lot I really did missing high school just a little bit (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't like the people as much like Mm -hmm. the kids but I really like the teachers and the learning environment like the what we actually learned especially at Willard Alternative High School big shout out there (laughs) hells yes Willard is the best school in Missoula yeah you love it a lot I do I really really do I'm a big advocate that's awesome okay well are you ready to do two final things before we end the podcast? Yes. Okay. So on the podcast, we do kegels. Feel your kegels if you're able. Main squeeze. Your eyes are darting back and forth, so I'm going to – don't worry. I'm going to explain okay. them to you. Okay. And um, what I was thinking – so uh, kegels are done by clenching your – you you would clench your genitals, your anus, whatever the the muscles that you use to start and stop peeing. That's doing a kegel. Okay. You you've done them all the time. I'm sure okay. you just don't realize that you're doing them. So your pelvic flooring it's all made of muscles that help you like have vaginal contractions or start and stop peeing or start and stop pooping. That's all working. Your PCs or your pubococcygeus muscles. You've studied this. You were in the health science program. Yeah, a little. I know a little bit about it. I just didn't know like the term. Okay, so kegels is what we call that exercise. The same way that you would call lifting yourself off of the floor in a elongated stomach down position, a push up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these are called kegels. You got it. I think so. Okay, so we're gonna do them, but. Um, each time we do them, I try and come up with a different way. And I was thinking that you probably have a really cool exercise routine through roller derby. Mm-hmm. The other thing that you maybe love as much as Willard Alternative High School. Yes. And um, <laughs> that you can give us whatever verbal explanation of that exercise you have, and then we can apply it to Kegels. Okay. Like, do you do a certain number of sets or reps or calls or songs well i don't know we do a lot of different exercises so there is a lot of things running through my head right now (laughs) um kind of just depends on like there are like things that i do like at the gym like with the heavy equipment that i do in reps but there are also like leg lifts and fire hydrants and like what's a fire hydrant 
<laughs> I mean, in this context, I know what a fire hydrant is, but what is it in this context? So you get in like a tabletop position on all fours and then you take your leg still bent Mm-hmm. at like a 90 degree angle or whatever mm-hmm. and you lift it up out to the side oh like you're peeing on a fire hydrant like a dog yeah it's just like that and you do that like i'll do it like 40 times and i'll do it like twice but wait 40 40, 40 lifts reps two sets two sets of 40 reps yes on each leg oh it it'll kill you let me tell you well okay for sounds you guys, like it makes your butt burn yeah, that's the only reason why I have a butt right now. I'm not kidding. I okay. do a lot of fire hydrant and leg lifts. It works your booty muscles like none other. Does it work your PC muscles? Yes. Or you don't know? I mean, I feel like it would. Okay. I mean, we... Do you want to try it? We can do them. But uh, <laughs> tell me my options. So we have fire hydrants. That's an option. What else? We have leg lifts. Mm-hmm. which is basically like the same thing except for you lift your leg straight back as mm-hmm. far, as high as you can and then into your chest. Okay. And you do that for the same amount of reps on each leg. But how are you calling these? Are, you're all doing them as a group, yeah, as a team? Like what do you mean? Like When you get together as a team and you're practicing and you want to do some sort of strength-building exercise, who coaches you through that? Our coach. They, and your coach <laughs> just calls 40 of them? They just number them off? Yeah. They, they'll literally just come up and be like, okay, like 40 squats, go. Ah! Okay. So I've, I've done the 100 squat challenge twice in a row before. <laughs> You're making my butt hurt. <laughs> okay. So I think that because you are the captain, you get to tell us what to do. But try and aim for the PCs, and then you can count them. If you feel like you can, can you count the men do them at the same time? Yeah. Yeah. You want me to like get? It's on the hard floor for me do to right do now. to count kegels and do them at the same time. Oh, you want to do? We're we're gonna do some fire hydrants. Or and do hope you want to actually do them PCs. right now? Sure. Okay, let's do I, it. I'm game. Are we gonna climb up on the couches and do them, or do them on the floor? Probably on the floor would be best. Okay, then we have to be loud so it catches in the microphone. Okay. Okay, and how many are we doing? Uh, let's do 20 for you. <laughs> you know, I just went white water rafting and my, my booty is extra special right now. Do you want to do 20 on each side? 10 yes. on each side. 20 on each side. Because the listeners can participate as well. Oh. Yeah. Yes. And do they're going to be extra pleased. Get that, that booty. <laughs> that they can't listen to their podcast while driving because they have to pull over on the side of the road and get out and do fire hydrants. It's good. It's good. I mean, another thing that you could do, like, in the car, I feel like, uh, would be, like, a one-legged, like, um, <laughs> wall sit dangerous. against your seat. You know, like, using your right leg to drive and then just put that one the left leg on the ground and just like this sounds dangerous mate okay fine i'll stop i'll stop i'll stop i'm trying i'm trying to accommodate for the drivers i'm sorry <laughs> just listen to the podcast when you can get on your yoga mat okay okay because you're gonna guide us and wait did we decide how many 20 on each side <laughs> fine, do you want to make it no nope, i no nope, i want to do 20 on each side okay let's do it then Okay, and how many do you usually do so that I can totally 40. suck it up and know that I'm only doing half? Yeah. Okay, we're going to do 20 on each side, and you're going to call them. Okay. Okay.
okay, and maybe it will activate our PCs, but if not, other muscle groups are still important. Ready? Yes. Okay, are we doing them on the couch or the floor? Uh, We're doing them on the floor. Floor. Let's do it. Okay. Can you hear us? Sure. Can you hear me? Okay. Okay, so you have to be really loud. Okay. Because you're instructing the universe at this moment. The universe? Oh, yeah. hells yeah. Okay, left so you, or right? Uh, let's start with right. And it, you literally just look like a dog peeing on a fire. <laughs> so just do it. <laughs> okay, but you have to count them. Okay, ready? Uh-huh. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Yep, it burns. <laughs> yep. Good job. I can feel it in your boot. Well, in like the cracking is happening. And uh, yeah. Yeah? My hip wanting some lubrication. <laughs> it's like, ah. okay. okay, ready? Okay, left side. One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. 17, 18, 19, 20. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Feel better? My body wanted to stop at 15. Really? Yeah. You could just keep going. Oh, yeah. I can, I can go for a while. <laughs> I uh. think my record... Was like eighty ish, but like eighty eight together. Yeah, eighty. Well, no, eighty on each leg. May, but I cut it up into like forty. Ha, <sighs> like forty, and then I'll switch to the other one, uh -huh. and then I'll do forty. Like, yeah, and, and 40. I just bounce back and forth with the forties. Yeah, I mean, I feel very alive right now <laughs> because <laughs> my hips are on fire. It's good. It it's a really really good exercise for like your butt and your hips. Like yeah. feeling like a dog. Yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah, Kelly got to sit behind our butts and watch mother-daughter leg lifts. It's good. Yeah, fire hydrants. Fire hydrants. We did it. Hopefully, Woo. people followed along, and now they have strong, healthy hip muscles. Yes. Okay. Last thing. A little homework so you don't forget it. Here's Doctor Dose's extra credit. You get to give homework to the people listening, and me, to your mom, of some sort of sextra credit assignment that we do in between now and the next podcast. I'm out of breath, May. Really? Just slightly. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Do you uh, have a, uh, an assignment? An assignment? Um, all I can think of is, like, get out in your community and, like... Ooh. Like, try and, like, go help, like, Planned Parenthood or, like, something cool like that. I don't know, because I want to keep, like, relating it to, like, the sex stuff. So I'm just, like, mm -hmm. we'll go, like, volunteer for the all the, the Planned Parenthood for a minute or mm -hmm. for, like, an hour or two. Or just, like, uh, if there's, like, a festival or something going on in your hometown or something like that, go be in it. Be like, get yourself involved. That's what I want. I want people to get involved in their community. 
Ooh. Aim it towards sex, but if not, do it. Just do it. I like it. Some civic engagement? Yes. Yeah? Volunteering? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Very good. I, I approve. You know I'm a huge fan of volunteering. And if you can't do that, just, like, go and pick up trash along the river or the highway. I don't know what y'all's got. <laughs> I mean, we have a river in the middle of the town. I can just... We have a lot of community things, too, so, like, I can just go and do yeah. this any day. But, like, I know for some people it's kind of hard, so just kind of do the best you can to improve the community in some way. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Go yeah. hand out condoms to people on the streets. It's okay. Yeah. Do something. <laughs> okay, I like it. Do you hand out condoms to people? Me? Yeah. Uh, Friends. Good. Sometimes, like, uh... I remember at one point you like gave me a big bag of condoms and I just like went to my school and just gave them to everybody. I was hopefully, like, be safe, kids. Yeah. Hopefully they didn't litter then. I wouldn't be that surprised. I found a lot of used condoms in a lot of weird places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really gross. Throw them away, please. <laughs> this is like everybody coming to people who like do the, do litter condoms mm-hmm. please don't <laughs> it's just <laughs> gross we don't want to see that we don't want to have to like feel obligated to pick it up yeah and it's just it's gross just don't okay throw away your condoms don't flush them down the toilet yeah that's do some that. civic engagement maybe with some sexual health service but otherwise do the best you can yeah yeah that's great advice may I love it. You're a good daughter. Thank you. I love you too, Mom. Aww. Uh, Thanks for being on my podcast. Yeah. Was it as hard as you thought? No. Okay. I was putting it off for a while, but it's okay. You did a great job. Thank you. (laughs) You got to celebrate our anniversary with us. This podcast was made in conjunction with the anniversary of the Sexplanations YouTube channel, and we got that going on June 10th, I think, which is the day after June 9th, which is 6-9. And so this podcast will maybe come out a similar week. And so I'm celebrating it as our anniversary. And I'm really glad that you are here to celebrate with me. Hells yeah. Hells yeah. (laughs) Thank you also to Complexly for production, to Callie Cinema Studios for um, supervising our hydrant lifts and for doing all the sound engineering and to Count Boogie, who accidentally butt-dialed me this morning um, and made all of our jingles. And Cora and Paro, I'm still learning.